Welcome to Ops Fitness Podcast with your host, Scott Bisbee. Hi everyone, welcome to Ops Fitness. My name is Scott Bisbee. I have a very special guest, Rob Cannon. Rob has a very extensive and vast resume and I would really like to welcome him to the program. Rob, how are you doing? Um, doing very well, Scott. Thanks for having me on. Glad to be here. No problem. So uh, tell me a little bit a bit about yourself and what exactly did you do in the military? Uh, what was your trade? How long have you served? And uh, how long have you been a firefighter for? Right. So uh, I've had a, a fairly long career at this point. I, uh, I served in the United States Navy. I first went in in the summer of 1986. And uh, so it's been been a long time ago. Uh, so I, I went to the Naval Academy uh, over in Annapolis and spent four years there. And after that, I reported uh, to a ship and I served for three years aboard a destroyer, the USS John Rogers. And uh, after that, I spent a couple of years at the Pentagon working on the chief of Naval Op- Operations staff. Wow. Um, so during that time, like I said, I think the, f- the first time I <clears throat> started or uh, first tried the firefighting aspect of that naval career. Of course, everyone in the Navy is a firefighter in, in some respect. Uh, would have been you know, the very first summer at the Naval Academy when uh, you know someone put a fire extinguisher in my hand and and uh, said, "Hey, here, you got to learn how to put out this uh, the fire in case you you have one." And I guess since then I've uh, I've been in, in firefighting one way or another. <clears throat> when I joined my ship uh, in 1991, I was a part of the uh, the firefighting crew on the ship. Uh, and then, uh, when I came off active duty, uh, and then I've since served, uh, about 15 years in reserves, uh, when I came off active duty, I joined the, uh, a major urban fire department, uh, in 1997. So I've been, uh, fighting fire in, in that respect since then. Nice. So for those people, uh, that are listening in, how different is, uh, fighting a fire on the ship? as compared to uh, fighting a fire, uh, a structure fire, a house? Uh, there's, there's similarities and then there's differences. Uh, of course, both of, the, uh, both of the types of firefighting require a lot of teamwork and, and similar equipment and similar um, techniques as far as just hose handling and, and knowing your equipment. Uh, of course, on the ship, um, as a firefighter, we trained every day in the same environment. We had a, a lot of knowledge and control over the environment um, in which we were fighting. Of course, we're fighting a fire, you know, to, to save ourselves and to save our shipmates, if uh, if that would be the case. But we had a lot of knowledge of the systems and you know where the valves are and where we could isolate fuel sources and and where we could hang smoke curtains and and all that sort of stuff. So you had a lot of uh, a lot of knowledge about your the environment that you're in uh, when you're doing structural firefighting in a, you know, an urban or any kind of environment, you, you typically pull up and, you know, you may not have a lot of knowledge about the environment you're about to go into. So um, the, the differences are that is, you know, you don't have as much training on that particular scene. So you have to put that together in your mind really fast. Whereas on the ship, we train, you know, daily for all kinds of fires, uh, but the, and the same uh, techniques and equipment and teamwork are required. Right on. How important is uh, fitness uh, for you uh, as a firefighter? 
Oh, it's really important. I, I think uh, I've been doing this now since uh, 1986. Um, and I think being fit has put, played a really big role in me not, you know, not having an injury, you know, just even in training, the, uh, you know, it's easy to be injured. So the fact of maintaining your strength and endurance and flexibility, uh, as I've gotten older, I've really focused more even on my flexibility um, and your cardio uh, endurance makes a huge difference. Uh, it's a physical job. Um, I just, right before we started this uh, interview, I just came back from a fire call um, here at the station and, um, you know, it's hot. I had the gear on, I got 40, 50 pounds of gear. You're walking up and down steps. So um, it's huge. It, it's really the, the foundation on which everything else rests. If you're not in good enough shape to do the job, you're not gonna, it doesn't really matter from there on out. Exactly. Um, I uh, found out about you. Um, I was listening to the Firefighter Toolbox and I uh, listened to the podcast on uh, the six C's of leadership. And it really spoke to me because uh, it's not just leadership. Uh, it could be towards uh, running and operating a small business as well. And uh, in the fitness setting uh, too. Can you uh, please uh, tell the audience what the six C's are and uh, can you elaborate it to the fitness uh, world? Um, well, I won't go into to all the six C's. That's almost a, a conversation that will last for a whole hour. But I'll say this. Uh, one of them is competence, meaning, you know, being uh, competent at what you do. And, and again, going back to the previous question, you know, to be a competent uh, firefighter or any kind of tactical profession, it, it starts with your just your ability to do the job. Um, and so, and of course, one of the other C's is character, which is meaning you have the, uh, the discipline and the uh, wherewithal to maintain your fitness. You know, that's, of course, a lot of people struggle with the discipline or to, to make it happen. So, you know, they, they do fall in together and, you know, courage plays a role in that too. Um, it, it, they, they, they all go together. Um, but I guess the two main that, that jump out at me when you ask that question is the, the competence, meaning the, the actual skill uh, or the uh, ability to do the job and then the character to maintain that. Um, those are the, the two that I think are, are relate to that question. Right on. Um, uh, what was the hardest time in your life and uh, what tools did you use to get through it? Oh, that's a good question. I, I very well could be in the hardest time of my life right now because I have four uh, young, younger kids, uh, eight, you know, ages uh, nine through almost 17. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I, th I think you might be, I think it could be, I could very well be in the hardest time right now um, <clears throat> because uh, you know, the kids are involved in a lot of activities and there's so many challenges with being a parent mental, uh, you know, emotional challenges, physical challenge, trying to keep up with, the, with these kids activities. And just, uh, so I, I really honestly think I'm probably in the, one of the tougher, but obviously also one of the more rewarding times of my life right now. And, you know, I'm a spiritual person. I, I, I just maintain a good prayer life and, and, uh, I think that helps you through it. And obviously, uh, you know, we're talking about today here's fitness is maintaining uh that helps me uh 
relieve stress that goes along with being a parent and, and jobs and all the stuff of uh, everyday life. Uh, fitness is a really big part of my life. Fitness and prayer. I'd say those are two things I do. Awesome. That's, uh, you can't go wrong with uh, either or. They're uh, definitely both uh, great things to have. So you kind of uh, touched base on it uh, a little bit before, but how has your uh, fitness uh, regime changed uh, when you were in the military compared to now? Um, I'm definitely, of course, I'm, I'm older now. And I, I really, of course, I, I used to be more into the uh, uh, weight, um, weightlifting and that kind of thing. You know, these days I've, uh, I do a lot of body weight um, exercises calisthenics. I'm just trying to stay lean and flexible. So I've added a lot more flexibility to what I, uh, to my routines. Uh, and I continue to do that. Um, and I, uh, yeah, I haven't done as much, uh, free weights and that kind of thing as I used to. Um, I still do some, so that's probably been a big change in my actual fitness routine is a little bit less, uh, free weights, a little bit more, um, body weight, uh, type stuff and, and a lot more flexibility. I'm still, doing uh I, I enjoy doing these endurance events and some of these all night races and and uh we just finished one <clears throat> we did a 70 mile relay um race around down here where i live with a team and that was fun uh, so I, I still i try to uh set myself little goals and then and then reach them awesome um, I, I love doing those uh endurance things too uh, i've done uh, the tough mother a few times and uh, there's this really, really crazy race. I'm not sure if you heard about it, but it's on my bucket list. Uh, you could run a half or a full marathon in Antarctica. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I've heard of that. And I've done uh, recently, yeah, same thing. I've done some uh, some of the Spartans and uh, several Go Ruck events. And, and oh, we just finished a, a, a marathon here last week that we uh, – we did with an organization called speed for me that we push, uh, uh, elderly or disabled people that go with us in the marathon. That was a lot of fun. So awesome. I, um, I actually saw a disabled person, um, in the tough model a few years ago and it was just amazing how everyone was helping him. It was, it was incredible. Right. Those are fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, you, uh, touched a little bit on the, Golik, uh, how how was that? Oh, the Go Ruck event. Yeah, the uh, Go Ruck, yeah. Yeah, they, those are really those are tough. That's one of the tougher events I've done. They're, oh, the, really? The, I guess I've done two or three of them now, and it's a team event. Um, really, more of a ruck. You, you're carrying a backpack with a heavy weight, and, and usually involves moving logs. And it's a team event that lasts usually through the through the night. Uh, the ones I've done start at know, eight or 10 at night and go until eight, eight the next morning type of thing. Uh, really, really challenging. Uh, the two, I've, two or three that I've done have all been really cold. So they, they just test your, your, uh, your mental ability to stay in the game. Uh, but it's fun. You know, it's when you finish up, you really, you know, you feel like you've done something. It's kind of, <clears throat> you know, we, sometimes we say it was really a, a really dumb event, but it really means something. You prove to yourself that you have a lot of, uh, uh, willpower and resilience. Yeah, um, uh, that's definitely on my list to do too. It looks like a lot of fun, but I, I didn't know that 
it was uh, extremely hard. That just makes me want to do it even more. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's one of the tougher events I've done, just because it, uh, it it's just tough. It's a, it's a, but it's for a good cause. It's a, a lot. The some of the proceeds from that event end up going to, uh, I think it's the Green Beret Foundation. So uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's a good good cause too. Nice. That's really good. Um. So. What was uh, your worst call that you've been on, if you mind uh, discussing that, and how did uh, fitness play a role in that? Oh, <clears throat> well, there's, you know, there's so many, there's some that, that stand out. The, the worst, you know, one of the worst calls I went on and um, was uh, uh, we, I was out responding to a call and we, um, got hit on the interstate. Our fire truck got hit by a motorist, uh, really fast. And it was, a, um, it, yeah, I, I don't know how fitness necessarily played a role other than, you know, we had to jump out of the way. We're really lucky. We didn't lose our lives out there that night. Um, so, but, and then as soon as that car hit us, we had to jump right back into action now to try to do something for that person who had hit us. So, um, it's one of those events that I remember very well. And, you know, perhaps all, you know, the training I've done, the fitness training just uh, instills in you that attitude of, all right, we still got a mission to do. We're not going to stop. So it's kind of a mental physical uh, combination. Of course, on the physical side, I can remember some calls where we have to move like something that's really heavy, you know, maybe a person that's really heavy, uh, you know, a person who's like several hundred pounds and, and you just have to, phys- you know, they have some kind of medical issue and then you have to move them. So that's just a matter of, you know, trying not to hurt your back. At the same time, you got to lift this person up. And so you have to have strength and flexibility and, and find a way to, to get the person to help. Great answer. Um, so we're going to uh, go back a few years. Um, why did you join the military? and? Um, and you kind of said why you uh, joined the fire department because of the the Navy, but can you kind of go back now? Yeah, you know, I was uh, I was much younger, and I think I was just uh, I wanted some adventure, and I wanted to find a way to to serve and also have a career. You know, to make make enough money to get myself by, and and seemed like the military was the best place to combine those things. Uh, and I think that's the short answer. It was. Uh, you know, I was just like many young people w- looking for adventure and at the same time, uh, a chance to serve and, and find some way to, to make my living as well. So it worked out good. Right on. Um, what were the tours that you've uh, been on? Oh, uh, well, on my ship, we we did a bunch of, uh, we did a circumnavigation. We went completely around South America, uh, which was a very, very interesting tour and we did a, a number of counter drug operations down in the Caribbean Sea and uh, off the coast of South America. Um, and then uh, later on, some shore duty, I did uh, did a, a tour uh, for Katrina. I did a thirty day operation during Hurricane Katrina. Okay. Um, those you know those kinds of things that stand out. We did uh, back in nineteen ninety two. We were operating. Uh, uh, there's an operation called Uphold Democracy when we were involved in uh, regime change down in Haiti. Um, so several, you know, several operations stand out. Uh, 
obviously Katrina was a <clears throat> one of the more recent ones that uh, was a was a really kind of a a big deal happened right here, you know, in our country, and and uh, that was interesting. Yeah, I uh, remember that my uh, Navy. Uh, oh, sorry, my uh, my neighbor. Uh, he was in the Navy uh, back in uh, Nova Scotia, uh, Canada, while uh, I was growing up. And uh, he had to uh, go down there as well uh, when it happened. And, and the stories I heard, uh, they, they were kind of crazy. But, yeah. Um, I, I also uh, went on, um, a, uh, I wouldn't really necessarily call it a, a, a tour, but I got sent up to uh, Alert. Uh, which is probably the most northern inhabited uh, place in the whole world. Uh, the Canadian forces, they have like uh, a few uh, people there that are there all year round. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that was pretty cool. Uh, and I almost uh, went to Haiti. Uh, you probably heard this saying before, but uh, hurry, hurry up and wait. We... Uh, we got everything together and uh, we got spit down at the last minute, but. Right. Yeah. That's, that's hurry up and wait. I've heard many times. I've, <laughs> I've done it many times. So. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, what are you most afraid of? Uh, you know, that's an interesting question. I, I don't think I'm, uh, I'm not afraid of too many like physical things or, or danger, that type of stuff. I do wonder, you know, here at, uh, this stage of of current events you know sometimes i i don't know if i fear or, or more worry about the direction of uh society in general you know that maybe that's the thing that worries me the most like where are we all going um with this hyper connected uh world and the uh you know the technology that's coming online uh i, I can't sometimes i don't know if it's good or bad um so yeah i, I don't know if I, that i'm afraid of uh like a physical danger that keep that keeps me worried. But, you know, as a parent, you just, you worry, you wonder and worry for uh, the future and that what, what it holds for, for the future generation. So hopefully uh, it'll be good. <laughs> hopefully yeah. I'm, I'm, hopefully I'm worrying for nothing. I, I uh, totally hear you, but uh, I would love to spend a day or maybe uh, a week without technology. That'll be amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think sometimes we should just, and I do try once in a while just to unplug and get away for a day. Yeah. So uh, now uh, we're on uh, that topic. How do you uh, spend your free time? Uh, you know, I'm, I really am so busy with family events right now. I think my, the, really the two things I do in my free time are, are do my, uh, my fitness, which, I'm, which I've already described I'm really into, uh, you know, some of these uh, uh, relay runs that I that I do with teams, uh, they're really a lot of fun, uh, and I read a lot. You know, those are those are kind of my two uh, outlets uh, is my workouts and and I guess I'm I kind of a voracious reader. I just read almost anything I get my hands on. So those are my two uh, sort of pastimes. Those are my two too. Uh, I love uh, exercising. Uh, I've been a personal trainer for over ten years now. And uh, I love reading as well. My uh, favorite is uh, political thrillers like Tom Clancy and Brad Thor, but I uh, basically read everything. 
Yeah, I'm with you. I, I kind of, I need to, uh, sometimes I, I spend too much time in nonfiction. I should probably read more fiction just to let my, my brain uh, relax a little bit. Uh, so maybe that's something I can do in 2018 is read some more fiction. Yeah, I'm uh, actually reading a nonfiction book right now. And uh, uh, it's it's a doozy. It's kind of making me uh, want to go back into the, the fiction world. Yeah, that's right. It's called uh, Ordinary Men. I'm not sure if you've heard of it, but uh, if you haven't, look into it. It's an eye-opener. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I will. Yeah. Um, so what motivates you to succeed? Um, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting about success. I don't know that I'm necessarily motivated toward success. I'm motivated to try to just live according to my values, uh, and hopefully that will lead to some kinds. Of, I think if I do that, then I have success, whether or not it's a, you know, material success or uh, what what you might what most people might consider success. But um, you know, you do that for for my for my faith and to try to do what I'm put here to do, and uh, and for my family and my country. Uh, you know, I I do I, as I get older and and get a little more perspective. I see how important those things are. So. That's uh, I think that's my answer for that is, you know, and who knows if I try to put less and less emphasis on uh, the the normal trappings of success and and just try to live by a set of values and hope for the best. <laughs> uh, that's all you could do, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So, if you could eliminate one weakness or lim- limitation in your life, what would it be and why? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think I one thing I've noted about myself uh, is I tend to have uh, too many irons in the fire or too many ideas going on at one time. And I get, uh, you know, it's like if you ever look at a vector diagram, like if you have all these vectors going in different directions, there's no movement. Yeah. Uh, but So you need to have your vector, one big vector, right? Going, and that, then that's how you get movement. Um and I think uh, I I had a tendency, and I still do sometimes, to, to say yes to many projects or to you know getting involved in this, or I want to help with that because I want to just want to be helpful. But uh, that sometimes that doesn't help anybody. <laughs> so um, I'm getting better at just trying to dial in and and dial back on too many things going on because it, when you get too spread too thin, it really doesn't help you, and it doesn't help the people you're trying to help. No, um, I totally agree. And uh, once again, I want to thank you for doing this. Um, so uh, why do you think fitness is so important to the first responder? Uh, you know, it's like I said, I think it's the foundation on the, of you, you have a knowledge foundation. Of course, you need, like, for example, I'm a firefighter. I need to know how to advance hose. I need to know how to catch a hydrant. I need to know how to tie my knots and those kind of things. But um, all that really doesn't... Uh, you know, that all rests upon the ability just to, to do the job. And, um, you know, if I'm out of shape or, uh, if I'm not physically fit, you know, then I'm a weak, weak link in my chain, you know, for, I, I can become a, a burden, uh, to, to someone else. You know, if, if I'm, uh, 175 pounds or if I'm 205 pounds, uh, you know, one is going to be much easier to drag out of a building. So like for me being a, a guy who's five eight, I should probably try my best to 
to be lean and mean and uh and be in shape uh and and, you know, so there's the tactical aspect of it. And then there's the the idea of we have an image to project to the public. They want to see, hey, they're paying our salaries. They want to make, look like you can do the job, you know, and there's that pride of your of your uniform and, and looking like uh, looking maybe like you take pride in your your uh, physical fitness. So there's a pride aspect and there's a tactical being able to do your job part of it, too. Exactly. Um that's the perfect answer. Uh, now we are uh, winding towards the end of the podcast. Uh, these, uh, this last uh, segment is called uh, No Bull, so it's rapid-fire questions. Uh, just one or two word responses, okay? Mm-hmm. Awesome. So uh, country or rock and roll? Country. Nice. Uh, I'm a big country fan too. Who's your favorite? Oh wow! That's, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm old school, you know. I'm probably gonna go with like a George Jones or someone like that. Oh, okay. I uh, I just saw Gus Brooks uh, a month or two ago, 17th row. It was amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm I, you know I'm uh, I guess I cut my teeth on country music uh, in the 70s and 80s, so that's where uh, that's where I still am, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I like Garth though too, you know. I like some, you can't go wrong with some Garth. No, uh, and I'm not really a huge fan of uh, today's country music. Music You can't beat the 90s <laughs> or, yeah. uh, or this uh, may make you feel old or uh, when I was a teenager in the 2000s. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you. I, they kind of, they've kind of lost me lately. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, that being said, uh, what's your favorite song? It could be anything. Oh, let me think. Let me think. Favorite song. You know what's funny is I just said I like country music, but I uh, like if you ask me my favorite song, I might go with like something by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which one by them? I don't know. I oh, I, okay. I can't think. All right. Um, but like if you, if you were to catch me singing in the car, you know, uh, you might I might be really singing some Red Hot Chili Peppers. Awesome. Uh, any quotes you live by? Iron sharpens iron. I on shop inside. That's that's wicked. Uh, and um, uh, do you have a famous role model? Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa. Great. Um, awesome. And your favorite exercise? Absolutely, the push up. Push up. Can't go wrong now. You could do uh, so many variations with the push up. It's unbelievable. I do them all day long. Every every time I watch chimes, I do twenty. <laughs> Is that a lot? <laughs> every hour on the hour. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, so that's uh, basically the end of the podcast. Is there anything else you would like to say to the audience? Uh, well, again, thanks for having me on to talk about you know being being fit. Uh, so I encourage all your listeners. Uh, to stay motivated and, and stay disciplined and, and uh, do the best they can with what they've been given. So stay fit. That's great. Uh, thank you, Rob. Uh, I would uh, like to thank you once again uh, for doing this. Uh, it's been an awesome interview, so thank you. Enjoyed it. Thank you. Thanks. And uh, I'll see you, uh, all of you guys, in a few weeks. Thanks, everyone. Thanks.